Hi, it's Sebastian. I'm a social confidence coach. I help people with social anxiety feel calm and relaxed in social situations. And uh, I help people get to that place without forcefully facing their fears using um, a technique, mainly, well, main technique called EFT, emotional freedom techniques, a tapping technique that stimulates certain acupressure points while you focus on negative emotions. And what it does, believe it or not, however funny it looks, it actually releases the negative emotions and uh, your social anxiety problem has a lot to do with negative emotions. Alright, so that's what I do and um, people often ask me, well, are the results permanent when you do this tapping? And uh, you know, how often do I have to tap? I just want to talk to that today. So um, yes, the results are permanent, however, it may seem like the results are not permanent when you're not addressing all the aspects of the problem. So when you think about your social anxiety problem, it is actually quite a complex problem and it consists of many aspects. So many, many smaller parts that make up the problem. So um, when I work with a client, I can break his problem down into smaller pieces and uh, you know, one part of the problem is the bodily sensations that he experiences when he's in a social situation. So like the heart racing, the lump in the throat, the tightness in the chest, maybe sweating, um, you know, blushing in the face, you name it. And so that's one aspect. So that's one part. Then, um, you know, uh, another part is the memories that have caused or contributed to uh, to his social anxiety, the beliefs that he's having that are causing or contributing to his social anxiety, like um, you know, there's something wrong with me. People don't like me. Um, I should look cool. I can't lose face. Uh, you name it. You know, there are tons of beliefs. An example of a memory might be well, the time when I read out loud in front of the class and I was made fun of, or the time when my dad scolded me, um, or or whatever. So another aspect um, might be so another small, smaller, smaller part of the overall social anxiety problem might be smaller parts of memories. So say that we have that memory of well the time when dad scolded me. When you think about it, it actually consists of multiple parts. So it's not just the whole memory. It is um, well he looks at me and it's the look in his face that's a smaller part of that memory uh, when he wags his finger at me that's another smaller part of the memory the sound of his voice that's another smaller smaller part of the, uh, the memory and all these smaller parts of these memories need to be addressed all the memories need to be addressed all the beliefs need to be addressed all the bodily sensations need to be addressed um, every aspect of the problem needs to be addressed in order for you to have complete relief on the problem. So a uh, little metaphor might be that when you think of your um, social anxiety problem as a pizza, <laughs> uh, you break down that, you know, whenever you have a pizza, you know, if you have a, a nice uh, pizza, pizza guy, he slices up the pizza into smaller pieces for you. You might have 12 pieces or you might have 10 pieces or whatever. Same with your social anxiety problem. Every smaller part is like a pizza slice. Now the good thing is, is when you address a, a, a memory thoroughly, for example, so say that you take that memory of your dad, uh, you know, getting upset with you, 
and you address it fully, you, you use the tapping to clear it completely, and you can't get upset about it anymore, even if you try, then you've metaphorically eaten that pizza slice. And that pizza slice, you know, you're going to congest it, it's going to go certain places, it's going to go, you know, it's gone. It cannot come back anymore. You cannot eat that pizza slice again anymore. And that's the same thing for the tapping. So, um, that that's how you go about it. So then, <clears throat> you work through the other slices of the pizza one by one by one until your problem is completely done. Now that's a very simplified explanation of what it is. It's a lot more complex than that, but you know, once you thoroughly address all of the aspects, your social anxiety will be gone. Now, uh, questions I, I often get is uh, like, well, I, uh, I cleared this memory and, uh, you know, a couple of weeks later, it is back. I, uh, I thought I felt, um, you know, I thought I couldn't get upset about it anymore, but a few weeks later, it is back. I still feel upset about it. Well, that's because you've missed, well, for two reasons. Either there's still some resistance to being free of anxiety or to, to being free of this memory, or um, there's a, a, small, a smaller aspect of that memory that you have missed. So, for example, when you, when you take the same example with, with, with your dad, you might, if you break that memory down, it might consist of five smaller parts. And when you do your tapping, you clear four of the smaller parts. And it's, you know, the, the fifth one you're not aware of. And, uh, you know, a month later, you still feel a bit upset. Well, you haven't addressed that fifth part of the memory, right? Or some resistance has come up. So some part of you doesn't want to let go of the memory completely. So, and there, there might be like, well, I don't want to forgive him. Or it's not safe to let go of this completely because then I'll have to do X, Y, Z. And so you then simply address the resistance that comes up or you address the smaller aspect that wasn't addressed fully yet and uh, then you move past the memory completely. So it actually doesn't happen that often. Um, I'd say maybe in 5% of the cases or something, if you've thoroughly cleared a memory, you're done with it. Now, uh, another uh, more common thing is that people get uh, make progress on their social anxiety, so they feel less anxious, and then it comes back. So why does that? Why does that happen? Well, it happens for a variety of reasons. Um, first of all, you might just be addressing the symptoms of the problem. So the anxiety that you experience, you know, the racing heart, the lump in your throat. Uh, race, uh, racing thoughts, tightness in your stomach, uh, you know, blushing, and so on. The, these these uh, s symptoms, the, the, what you label as the social anxiety, that is actually just a symptom of the deeper underlying problem. So um, we're very programmed in our society to, oh, I have a problem. What is the instant fix for it? You know, just give me a pill and then the problem will be gone. You know, I have a headache, take a pill. Um, I'm sick, take antibiotics. And that's all great and very helpful and necessary when you need it. But uh, with social anxiety, you can actually look at, hey, this is the presenting problem, but what is actually causing the anxiety? Like, what is, what is starting that anxiety? Well, what is starting the anxiety is the perception that you're not safe socially. So you're, you're not feeling safe to be who you really are. 
in a particular situation. Maybe you get rejected, maybe you don't feel as worthy as them, whatever, there are a variety of reasons for it. And that variety of reasons is actually fears and beliefs. And these beliefs, they come from somewhere. You learn them through repetitive negative experiences in early childhood, relationship with mom and dad, that kind of stuff. And then traumatic experiences or mini traumas or difficult life experiences that you had that added on to the beliefs and formed new beliefs. And now you're dealing with the problem that you're dealing with. So that's the deeper underlying stuff. And so when you just tap on the symptoms, you're just tapping on the surface stuff. And it's kind of like, you know, cutting weeds. You know, I'm here in a rice field. Um, here, this is where I'm standing. And so if I were to cut those weeds and I would just cut them, um, they will grow back again. But if I take them and I pull them out, root and all, there's nothing that's going to come back. That's a good analogy for what you want to do with your tapping efforts. You don't just want to tap on the symptoms of your social anxiety. You also want to tap on the underlying causes so you take them out root and all. Uh, when you do that, you get permanent results. That said, um, another reason for why social anxiety comes back is because there is resistance to letting go of the problem. And that's common. I mean, not just common. Everyone has that. If you didn't have any resistance letting go of social anxiety, you wouldn't have any social anxiety. So that resistance is there. And um, when I work with a client, we'll, we'll have a session, we'll do some work, and at the end of the session, they will feel great. And they might not feel any anxiety in the moment. And then they go out in their life and they have a couple of good days, and they're like, wow, great, my anxiety is gone. And I warn them, of course, beforehand that they can expect that it's going to come back. Because it's going to come back. Because we haven't addressed all of it yet. We've only addressed part of it. And um, the resistance will show up again. And the resistance might be, well, it's not safe to be free of social anxiety. Who will I be when I don't have this? There will be more pressure on me. Uh, it's better to just stay in my comfort zone. If I'm free of social anxiety, I have to do all these things that I... Um, that I said I would do and I don't want to do that and blah 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 and all these pieces of resistance are also like aspects of the overall problem and each of them can be addressed individually and need to be in, uh, addressed individually because these resistances are your subconscious saying no to you being free of social anxiety and so um, until all the resistances are properly dealt with you won't be free of your social anxiety completely. So the anxiety will keep coming back. So when the anxiety comes back, you can either look at, all right, well, have I tapped on the symptoms or have I tapped on a deeper underlying issue, right? And uh, the other thing that you look at is like, well, is there resistance? Um, am I 100% yes to being free of social anxiety? And your answer will be yes, but subconsciously there, there will likely be a no. You might ask yourself, well, what's a downside to being free of social anxiety? Or what's an upside? What upside might there be if there was one to staying socially anxious? And when you ask these questions, you can kind of uncover the subconscious resistance and then you have something to focus your tapping on and then you can tap on that and then you move past that resistance and once you are a yes to social anxiety to being free of social anxiety which you're likely going to be uh, and your subconscious is a yes as well now there's no longer any resistance and then your results are permanent now finally the thing I've been talking about um, about uh, aspect the smaller parts of a problem 
that also applies when um, when you're looking at the bigger picture of overcoming social anxiety. So when your social anxiety comes back, going back to the example that I had, uh, that I have uh, working with clients, we work for a session, they feel better, um, you know, they might be free of their anxiety in that moment, but they go in, they go out into their lives, they feel free of anxiety for a few days, and then they get triggered, and they feel anxiety again, and they're like, oh my god, I'm still anxious, it never works. <laughs> um, but it simply means you've tuned in to another aspect that hasn't been addressed yet so if you if you take the the pie metaphor you've eaten two slices of the pie but there's still ten that need to be eaten and while those two slices of the pie are dealt with uh, and you cannot get anxious anymore um, in those particular situations or at least you cannot get upset anymore about those memories that were causing or contributing to your social anxiety um, there are still many other aspects that need to be addressed. So overcoming your social anxiety is really a matter of persistence, thoroughly addressing every aspect, every, every pizza slice needs to be eaten, so to speak, in order for you to be free of your social anxiety completely. Now then, finally, I just wanna end on, do you, how, how often do I need to tap? Well, <laughs> you, you tap as often as you feel uncomfortable, and that will be a lot. And some of the times it will work, other times it won't work, and if it doesn't work, there are reasons for it. You might be dealing with resistance, there might be an earlier memory that you're not aware of. The better you know how the tapping works, the more effective you can be in your tapping. But it's not a matter of how often do I tap, it's more a matter of um, how often do I tap on the correct issues in order to clear one of the aspects. Because by clearing one of the aspects, now you're getting closer to being free of your anxiety. Your social anxiety might consist of, you know, 17 aspects or 77 aspects or 777 aspects. You know, I'm just exaggerating. But to, just to give you an example, there's a certain amount of aspects that make up your overall problem. And each aspect you address with the tapping, you get, you get one step closer to being free of the problem. So how often do you tap? I would tap every day. Uh, I would tap before social situations, during situ social situations, do the tapping, um, not to get rid of it, but just to add the tapping to the problem. After it, you, you do your tapping and uh, you know, in the comfort of your home, see what you can commit to. Maybe you can commit to five minutes a day. You know, That's already helpful. Maybe you can commit to 15 minutes a day. Big, pro big, big mistake a lot of people make is like, oh, I'm going to do two hours of tapping every single day and, you know, I'm going to get rid of my social... But nobody can keep up with a, with a big commitment like that. It's much better to just um, be consistent and do little things. You want to build a habit. So if you can commit to 10 minutes of tapping a day, great. Do that. And then over time, if you, after you've done that for a month or so, then move to 20 minutes and see how you go. Uh, it's really a process that you're getting yourself involved in of freeing yourself and the results that you're going to get are going to last you a lifetime. So might as well get into it, right? Alright, so hope this has been helpful. You can get my free um, tapping videos. I have a mini course called uh, my Social Confidence Starter Kit where I teach you the tapping over a series of videos and I guide you through a few experiences of it on common issues um, and so you get to feel what it feels like in your body to actually shift something 
to have an emotional change in your body. And that's not an aha moment, nice insight. Uh, insight. No, you actually feel something in your body and you're like, hey, stepping really works. This is amazing. I will do whatever it takes in order to get rid of this social anxiety using the tapping. That was mindset, my mindset at least when I started out some, you know, 10 or 12 years ago, however long it was. Um, and in there you also get my uh, ebook, How to Overcome Social Anxiety Completely, where I share my story, what I did, what didn't work, you know, tried to overcome my social anxiety, forcing myself to face my fears, you know, talking to groups of girls, purposely getting myself rejected, putting red lipstick on my face and talking to people and, you know, purposely embarrassing myself, all these in public speaking, I did a lot of, a lot of things, a lot of weird things uh, to face my fears and all did it work, but... Uh, the tapping is the difference that made the difference and I worked with some brilliant therapists um, who were also essential in my, in my recovery. And so now here I am talking to you saying that this stuff works so give it a go. I um, hope this has been helpful and um, you can get that below this video. Also hit the subscribe button if you want to see more videos. I release a video every Thursday on a social anxiety related topic. All right, leave your comments below and I'll talk to you soon. Bye. All right, hope you enjoyed that. Now, if you want to overcome your social anxiety as quickly as possible without having to forcefully face your fears, I have something really unique for you. I'm giving away my free social confidence starter kit. Now, this kit is something quite special. It consists of my 22-page ebook and an 11-part video course. And through it, you'll learn about the most effective technique that I've used to overcome my own social anxiety. And this is also the, my primary technique when helping my clients to become calm and at ease in social situations. And by the way, it's not deep breathing or changing your thoughts or being mindful or you know, facing your fears, as I said earlier. And while it is free, you know, free often translates to crap, this is the furthest thing from it. It's a very powerful resource. I've put quite some time and effort into putting this together for you. And uh, to give you an idea, I recently received a comment from someone saying that he reduced his social anxiety with 40% using this free starter kit alone. So to get this starter kit now, go to social-anxiety-solutions.com forward slash bonus. All right. Looking forward to connecting with you in the next episode. Bye for now.